conversations with the family. What's happening, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our podcast, Conversations with the Family. I have joining me Robert and Lewis, two of my spiritual sons, sitting in on with us today, just having some conversations. Um, Don't know what... The, the main topic is, was I supposed to have a topic for Yeah, today? we already had that. Oh, we already have a topic. Yeah, so, I took care of it. Thank God. <laughs> well, we'll find out what that is together. All right. So what we wanted to talk about, and just so the people can hear, basically, um, is what is your vision or what is what are the things that you want to see, like, happen within the family? You know, just it doesn't have to be, like, it's not about growth in numbers, but it's, right. it's about growth in spirituality, and it's about seeing people become connected and closer and things like that. And just basically, we wanted to get kind of like your heart for the family, like mm-hmm. what you like, maybe something that you don't convey on stage on a Sunday, right? something that maybe you can just pour out and just we can just talk about it. Sure. Um, you know, for years, uh, I was always into... Uh, I thought my uh, part of my uh, job description as a pastor was to grow a church. If you wanted to be successful, you had to grow your church. And the bigger your church was, the more successful you are. Mm-hmm. And, um, and of course, I think everybody knows, is familiar with the story, my the, the encounter I had with God in 2016 and all that. So Can we get a quick synopsis? Well, okay. So um, I felt like... Uh, we were being very fruitful and successful at church growth. We, we hired consultants to come in, and they helped us, and uh, we saw tremendous growth in a short period of time uh, because of the systems that we implemented in order to, to make that happen. Um, and then, but but one of the things that was kind of devastating for me was that uh, even though our church was growing numerically, there, there, there I didn't feel like there was a lot of depth spiritually to us. We weren't as deep as maybe I thought we were. Uh, we still loved Jesus. I think we were all going to heaven and we loved God. Um, but I, I, I just felt like we weren't, uh, I don't feel like we were experiencing all of God or as much of God as we could have in this church. I don't feel like uh, everything just seemed like it was very surface, very shallow. I felt like some of the preaching that I did mm-hmm. uh, was just kind of shallow. And I don't know that, I'm sure there were lives that were impacted and changed along the way, but for whatever reason, I just didn't have the degree of uh, satisfaction that I thought I was going to have when I grew the church, when the church was exploding and growing. Yeah. And um, and I guess what ended up happening was we had uh, a couple of guys that were connected to our church. One of them I was re- uh, related to uh, ended up uh, dying of drug overdoses after they came to us in church services asking for prayer and we laid hands on them. We prayed with them and, and you know, ended up unfortunately losing both of those young men uh, to drug overdoses within a couple of weeks of each other. I ended up preaching both their funerals, uh, I think somewhere around January. And, and then in February, uh, I was in my office one day and God just kind of came in and wrecked me. Uh, and that all began with uh, a kind of an open vision that I had at my desk. Uh, it was one of the young men that I, we had prayed for on one Sunday in particular I saw him coming down our prayer lines. I saw in this vision, us praying for him. And um, 
uh, I heard as plain as I anything in my spirit. I heard this, you know, God whisper to me, um, "You you have a form of godliness, but you have no power." Because here was a young man that was coming, begging to be delivered from the addiction, and you guys couldn't deliver him. You didn't seem to have the power to deliver him. And that kind of messed with me, you know, because I thought, well, we have great children's programs, great youth programs. We have great, talented singers and musicians. We put on a great production here mm-hmm. that was attractive to people. Right. Uh, but unfortunately, we weren't changing lives to the capacity that I felt like we could have, especially when you lose two guys that are begging to be set free. You couldn't get them set free. Yeah. So that kind of launched me into this really uh, kind of this searching for uh, what am I doing here? What am I What am I doing exactly? What's my role and my purpose as a pastor here? And that, you know, we ended up getting connected to some other, uh, another ministry, another leader in, uh, within the body of Christ, which was great. But that led us on the journey that we're on now where it's, uh, we're not necessarily, I'm, listen, number one, I'm not anti-church growth. So even though, I'm really good at shrinking churches now. <laughs> I'm not anti-church growth. I would love for our church to grow. But I want us to grow with um, people that have a genuine hunger and thirst for the things of God that that aren't interested in punching a time card on Sunday morning, but they just want to come in and have this wonderful experience with God, but then also get discipled and learn. But, you know, um, I just want them to come in and experience God to the levels that I've experienced Him at. Yeah. So you're like you're jealous for people to know Him yeah. as you know Him. Absolutely. Right, and know that there's there's more depth. I think that I remember that that day. I was actually I don't know if you remember, but once upon a time, Lewis was going to start a church. I do. <laughs> And I do remember that conversation. I used to meet with you uh, weekly yeah. or bi-weekly. Yeah, I remember And that. that day that you got wrecked was the day that we were meeting. Okay. And so you were there, and I was on the other side of the couch. Yeah. And I just think that's crazy that I got to be able to experience wow. that with you. I remember getting ready to walk in. Your mom was like, he is very much in the spirit. Be careful. <laughs> so she like gave me a warning as I was walking in the door. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I, I just find that just kind of mind-boggling, the fact that, you know, it was a different type of relationship you and I had at that period of time, right? Yeah. Uh, and just to, you know, how it has grown from there. So with it being, you know, your relationships with people have grown, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you see church differently, right? Absolutely. You know, we... We talk about family, right, and kingdom family, and we are learning to be that. We haven't perfected it at all, right? No, you know, we're, we're still the needle, right? Or we're moving the needle, you know. And so people have to kind of debunk in their minds what family is, and oh, yeah. you know their their perception of family that they've come from, right? And we're all getting to know what it's like to be kingdom family, right? right so right, right, there's yeah. going to be mistakes along the way, and sure. you know, nothing is perfected. So with that being said, back to Rob's original question, right? right? Uh, is what do you foresee? What is your kind of vision? Where would you like to see what's now called Riverside, uh, you know, go? Well, I mean, I don't know that I I haven't used to be. I would sit down and write visions down and write vision statements down and all that. I I stopped doing that. because it just got to the point where it just it sounded like every other church's vision statement. For I think where I am right now, what I would love to see is I would love us to to, to see our church continue to grow 
together, closer together, uh, relationally mm-hmm. with one another, mm-hmm. and, and which I think will be a byproduct of us growing closer relational, relationally yeah. with Yahweh. Yeah. yeah. And so I would say, number one, that we all uh, uh, move into the a, a place of passionately seeking after Him. I think we talked a little bit while ago about alignment uh, before we started mm-hmm. our podcast. I think when we get alignment with Yahweh down, and, and we and we make an effort to pursue Him, then I think the relation, the, the the horizontal relationships will just start will be a byproduct of that. So my my my, my vision, if you will, is to see us continue to grow in intimacy with God mm-hmm. and, and and intimacy with one another, and 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 that's it. I mean, that's really all I'm looking for. If if people uh, uh, come and join up with us because you know they they like that, then so be it. Um, we still have programs here. We still have systems in place. But um, the thing that drives me is my relationship with God and my relationship with everybody else, and and that's it. I mean, I just I, I would love I love a revival type atmosphere here, and 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 when I say that, even coming out of my mouth publicly, it's it's a little nerve wracking for me because I know that uh, you know that's a revivals can be messy. Mm-hmm. You know, revivals reveal things about us. Mm-hmm. And and it, it invites a measure of God into the into your sanctuary, into your life that um, makes you realize that there's you're exposed, you're open, you're uncovered, you're you know God's God is light and He's here and and you can't hide anything. Yeah. And and so, but that's the that's that's kind of where I'm moving to. That's where I want us to move to. I, would, I love the family feel, man. I love that. I would even venture to say we're kind of already in revival. Yeah, I mean that's there's that's things a good point. that are going on, things that are happening in this house that had we been in just a church growth model, they might have uh, not happened. Hundred percent, I you agree. Know what I mean, like hundred percent, marriages are being restored. You know, people's lives are getting changed. You know, there's lots of different things that we could probably go down a list. People being healed, all these things. It's just. It may not look like a typical revival that you hear about, like you hear about the Brownsville revival or the Argentina revival. Right. You hear about, you know, even South Carolina revival. It's a completely different feel, even though we there's a lot of connection with us down there yep. with them. It's I would even say that we're even in like maybe a like it could be I guess the beginning of stages of it because like you said it's messy and there's things that we don't do perfect and there's things that we could always you know improve upon. But it's just like one of those things where it's like, I think that there there's a, basically just a revival going on here, but it's not maybe to the extent that we really want to see it. You know what I mean? Like, I there, we're always you. wanting to go deeper. Well, well, I mean, think about it. Are you the same now as you were a couple of years ago? No. No, there's things that have awakened on the inside of you. There's things that have, have awakened on the inside of me. There are things that dare I say, have been revived on the inside of us. Mm-hmm. My, my passion for God, my, my pursuit of God, when I was young, like in my 20s, man, that's all I cared about. And yeah. then when I became a pastor, it was like that kind of took a back seat. And then all I was after was numbers. Let's go to the church. Let's go to the church. And then, the so I agree with you, I was revived in wanting to pursue God again, yeah. chasing mm-hmm. after Him. And that awakened that, that that burning desire of just wanting to be in His presence, just wanting Him right. more than anything, and 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 so yeah, that that definitely awakened something in me, and it created this wonderful experience that I want everybody else to have. Right? right. You know what I mean? It's like um, 
you go to a steakhouse and, and, and it's a, if it's a new steakhouse or a steakhouse that, you know, you go to and you eat it and it's like the best steak on the planet. Like I've never had steak this good. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you're going to start letting people know about this steakhouse. Oh, yeah. that right. you went to. I had Definitely. the best cut of meat I've ever had over there. You need to go check this place out. Why? Something good happened. It was a mm-hmm. great experience for you. And you, what do you want? The people that you love and care about, you want them to have that same experience. Yeah. yeah. You know, go and get that. Cause man, it just blessed me out. And so that, I guess that's, that's me. I think what kind of happened using that analogy, right, is the everyone's palate isn't the exact same, right? right? And I think that's why, you know, there are different churches. Maybe there shouldn't be as many churches, right? But and there's, vegan, there's vegan churches out there that don't like me. Exactly, right? And so, you know, <laughs> their, their, their palate is different, right? But we still were jealous for them to get to know. Man. Basically, you know, you want, for me, it's, you know, and, and why I have decided to... Uh, attach myself for a lifetime for you know to yeah. to you is because there is I want to I want to experience what they experienced in the Bible right yeah. mm-hmm. I want to experience what Luke wrote about in Acts right yeah. like that's what that's the life that anything short of that right is not the life I feel as if that he had that he has for us right, right? and so you know that building and taking place and you know looking at 2019 you know, if we were to go back and probably put a title on it, right, we became more of a kingdom family, right? That was uh, verbiage, right, and, yeah. and language, right, that, that we learned this year and that we began to experience in real measures, right? And so Absolutely. I would put the synopsis of 2019 saying that, hey, we 2019 was about us becoming kingdom family, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, that that will definitely uh, grow, Right, I don't think that we by far have not reached the the end of that. Right, I mean we're we're all uh, we're all learning what it is to be r- relationally connected with one another. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In other words, uh, there was a long time here that people came to church here and they were only connected by the geographic location of the church. Yeah. Oh, I go to Riverside. You know, and that was it. We didn't really know each other. Mm-hmm. We didn't know everybody. We just mm-hmm. knew that. Oh, I went to Riverside, and we all, you know, we enjoyed the stylistics of the worship and we enjoyed the stylistics of the preaching teaching and so we went to riverside now it's taken on a different dynamic it's like i go to riverside not necessarily because you know the, the dynamics of the of the singing and the preaching it's the intimacy that i'm starting to feel i actually feel like i'm 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 connected to somebody and i actually feel like i'm a part of something that's bigger than me like this genuine i feel like i'm a part of something now so that brings up another uh, a question how do you f- what do you feel about people who say right because there's still rumblings of people who don't feel connected within riverside mm-hmm. right uh i hear that a lot throughout my conversations right and yeah. i have my response to it which i'll go you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll share because i'm not shy about sharing it right but uh give us give us your thoughts as far as people who say you know that they feel like it is hard to be connected uh yeah. to other people well um the, the the short answer would be if you want to be connected just show up right just keep coming keep showing up um, I know the I know a lot of okay I can say it like this the the leaders that I know and the people that you see leading in a lot of this mm-hmm. ministry I know a lot I know them personally and they are some of the most caring kind people I've ever met and they're very relational people um, that being said, when you're new here and you're, it, it, it may take a little bit of an effort to get connected, but by no means are we trying to make it difficult for anybody to get connected. We want people to be connected. Right. 
I mean, there's time constraints and there's there's uh, uh, creating opportunities where people can come and mm-hmm. and, and uh, get connected. I mean, if you just come in on a Sunday morning and you come in late and you leave early, it's going to be hard to get connected. Here's what I found out, Lewis. If you if people come here and they really want to be connected, guess what they're going to do? They're going to get connected. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to stop them. And they're going to get connected. I can think of a couple of new families that have shown up here uh, within the last two months. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one family, I saw them at your home group uh, this past Friday mm-hmm. night. And and they were they were represented there. They were there, and it's like, you know. And I think you told me they've been they've actually been coming. And it's like, man, this is great. Why? Because they want to get they made it. A, I want to get connected. Right. They made a certain effort. Yeah, they just made an effort. I I want to be connected to this. I'm buying into it. I want to I want to be a part of it. And so they do. And so listen, right now all we have is we have Sunday morning services mm-hmm. and we have some community groups. We're hoping to expand that to give other people to give other opportunities for people people to get connected. But. Um, I mean, you just got to show up. You just got to keep coming. Yeah. Just and, and know that um, we are endeavoring to be the the most friendliest people on the planet to get you connected. We're not we're not trying to ice anybody out or push anybody away. We want everybody to be a part of it, and and we hope that we hope that they can be. Now, the other side of that is, um, you know, we are who we are. We're not going to compromise who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a direction that we're moving in. And, 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 and we're not going to deviate from that. And so, and we are maybe a little guarded in that, um, which I don't think we've, I've had to deal with any of this anytime in the recent memory, but we are a little guarded in that we don't want anybody coming in and shifting us and moving us into a direction that we don't feel like God wants us to go in. Yeah. So we're a little guarded in, in that respect. But mm-hmm. as far as just coming and being a part of the church family, come on with it. Just come. You know, now, if you're trying to get connected to me in particular, <laughs> uh, that's, listen, I have a magnanimous personality and everybody wants to, no, it's, it's, uh, you know, I'm limited and I'll try, but you know, it's like, God's doing a great thing here. And if you want to be connected, just come and get connected. Just come and be a part, jump in the river with us. Yeah. Just show up. That's the main thing. Just show up. You know, you'll, 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 you'll start to feel connected. There's for, a lot of friendly people at this church. You'll yeah, get yeah. connected if you want to. If you want it, you'll you'll do it. If you really want it, you'll do it. And I, and like for like as far as connection with you goes, it's like they'll see a lot of like us or they'll see some other leaders. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm a leader, but you know, there's people that are close to you that you have contact with on a daily basis and it's like, well, people on the outside might come in and say like, Oh, well, he's really open and friendly and I want to connect them and they'll try and connect with you. And then it's like mm. it might not be feasible at this moment or time to actually happen because you have a busy schedule or whatever it may be. And then a lot of times people might not know that it it's not just an overnight thing either. Oh, 100%. That's it, a great point. It takes, you know, I've known you since I was a baby. I remember <laughs> I remember when you was a baby. And so, I mean, you've, you've known my parents for a long time. So there, yeah. there's history there yeah. and there's history with Lewis. And you've, yeah. you've known a lot of the different people that have been here. For years and years, and that's why there's such a, a connection. It took people. time, though, right? Right. And, I mean, it takes yeah. time, and it's like the longer you stick it out, and the longer you come, you will get connected. I promise you. Yeah. It's like, but you have to just show up. You have to be willing to put the effort and the time in. You know, mm-hmm. any any deep, meaningful relationship you're going to have to invest in, it's going to take time. Yeah, and there's and there's a ton of great leaders here at Riverside Family. You know that are great people to get connected to there's you know you have many different leaders here and it's like it's not 
always about just getting connected to a pastor, you know, just for the status, or I'm connected to the pastor. Right, right, right. You know, it's more than that. I don't know that there's status in being connected to me anymore. No, but there, there, yeah, there, but there, there's uh, a degree yeah. of responsibility be, that, that comes anymore. with it, though, yeah. right? Like, to whom much is given, yeah, much is like you're, you're, there are things that, you know, you, you may be accountable for, right, that... Yeah. You may not have known that you were ready to be accountable for, right? Mm-hmm. Conversations that you may, you know, I think you you sometimes say that, you know, everyone may want to be called a son or daughter, right? But when, when the time comes to actually be a father to be a father, right? Oh, yeah. Are you able mm-hmm. to actually handle that, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, there's a lot of... So you're saying people like the, 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 the status of being a son or a daughter, but they don't want all the responsibility that comes with it. Right? Yeah. Because right. if correction comes, can they handle the correction? Right. Or are they going to just up and leave because they don't like what you have to say? That's a good point, yeah. It's, it's a tough thing, but, I mean, it happens, unfortunately. But it's one of those things where it's if, like... I mean, there's been times where you've corrected me, or I'm sure you've corrected other, you know, sons of the house, and it's like, we take it, and we listen to it, and then, you know, we go from there, and it's not like we just leave because of that. Well, yeah, well, I think because of the relationship that we have, I think you guys know my heart. If I'm correcting, or if I'm bringing, if I'm bringing you back into an alignment with something, it's, it's number one, you know, it's driven from a place of just love for you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Anytime I get up in front of our congregation, I know there are times where I may, I think there are times where I, well, he really seemed angry today. He was yelling at us and he was mad at us. It's like, no, it's like, I see within you guys and I see within this church family that that wherever we are, I just feel like we're better than this. We can do better than this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can go deeper than this. We can go, you know, further than this. And, and and I think part of my responsibility is to provoke us into that, right? You know, and and so, but understand, it's it's driven from a place of love. Yeah. It's never. I'm not a mean spirited guy. I'm sure. not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, correct people just to be mean and hateful to them, right? right? You know, I'm not gonna do that. It's but it's driven from a place of love. Yeah, it really is. It's like you can do better than this. Yeah, you know, it's like. You know, and or whatever. It's just like that's where it's dri- it's all driven from. That and it's like I want the best for you guys. I want the best for my church family. Yeah, I want the best for us. And sometimes we gotta, you know, listen. God kicks my butt all the time, <laughs> right? And so, and so I just like to pass that down. That's all. I like to pass it on. Next time on conversations with the family, in academia, it's welcomed for review. And why is it in the church world? It's like frowned upon to review the same thing everybody wants a fresh word everyone's something new thanks for tuning into conversations with the family catch more episodes on youtube and podcast